Welcome to Lost Light and Laughter, an uplifting show about laughter after tragedy. I'm your host, Michelle A. If you're ready for some inspiration and laughter in your life, you've tuned in to the right show. It's time to show love, everybody, show love one time. I'm strong enough to fight my battles. I know he'll never give me more than I can handle. My love, my king, the one that... Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Lost Light and Laughter. I'm your host, Michelle A., And on today's episode, I'm going to have a conversation with you about the loss of confidence. So I'm not necessarily sure when it happened, but I know I lost confidence in myself. And losing confidence, sometimes it's not always a single incident or episode or situation that will cause it to just kind of like, you know, you lose confidence in your ability to do a thing. I think what happened to me was it was a series of events and it was a series of back-to-back events, Um, lots of trauma, repeated trauma that caused me at some point in my life to begin to doubt my yeses, doubt my ability, doubt um, the decisions that I could possibly make. And I would, in essence, turn to other people for some form of validation because I lost confidence in my ability to just trust that God had my back and and I was doing this thing. And I remember just walking around thinking like, what is going on? How did I get here? Where is all this fear coming from? Because I grew up in Brooklyn. And if there was any place where you should have been afraid, that's one of those places. But somehow I made it through and there was a level of confidence and reassurance that I had. And so even when I left, I went to school upstate New York. I went there for a couple of years. I realized, hey, this ain't for me. I didn't really lose confidence in myself then, but then I, you know, I left college and I joined the military and I realized that there were a series of events that took place from that time on where I felt like my confidence was robbed from me. And, you know, I wish I could say it was just one situation or circumstance, but I saw a repeated pattern. And, you know, I, I realized that, hey, this is not for me. I left the military and then I was just pretty much, you know, out with my husband at the time and our daughter. And it was just a lot of setbacks, a lot of setbacks question. It had me questioning How did I get here? What did I do wrong? Retracing every single step, imagining if I would have taken a different turn, what my life would have looked like, or if I would have made a different decision um, where I would be right now. And really, when you lose confidence, it's because you're living in a life, you're living a life filled with regret. And I never wanted to say that I regret my life, but there were many days I did. Many days I thought like, this is not what I envisioned for myself. And sometimes I would walk around and I would think like, how can I get from point A to point B when I'm like not even sure if I'm supposed to be going from point A to point B, you know? 
<laughs> it seems logical to go from point A to point B to point C, but I'm like, uh, what's after A? Um, oh no, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you start thinking like the things that would ordinarily come natural to you, you're now stumbling over. That's because you've lost confidence. And, you know, for me, you know, it wasn't that I had this great confidence in knowing the right decision every time. It was just, I had the confidence that it was going to be okay. Things were going to work out. And I think when I got saved and for me, the closer I drew into God, the more I wanted to be pleasing to him. And, you know, I read my word multiple times back and forth. But even with that, I still doubted and questioned whether or not, you know, God loved me or whether or not I was walking in his will and his way. I still lacked confidence. I was still questioning every single move that I made with God. And to the point where I was depending on other people to validate Christ in me. If they felt as if I was spiritual enough or if I was doing something what they would perceive God's way, then I was good. So my confidence was now, it was not even in Christ, it was in the people's opinions on how I projected Christ. So I'm like, I'm like all over the place, okay? I'm like so far from who God created me to be. And so, you know, I was just really thinking about some things. And um, last year I had this huge breakdown and I talk about the losing control. And see, this is where God really steps in in my life. Um, he begins to um, speak to me and say all the things that I learned along the way, it's time to unlearn those things. I'm going to teach you something new. I'm going to show you something different. And, you know, I can see the change and transition in my life from my 20s to my 30s to my 40s and the way I view life. And I know a lot of times we change. We all change. No one's stagnant in life. We don't want to remain stagnant. But there are core things inside of us that they just don't change. At least for me, I really don't want them to change. Like for me, I feel like I'm a real chill person. I don't really want to become an uptight person. All right. I love to laugh. I don't want to be a serious person. So, you know, I really think about, you know, trying to go the high road. Well, I don't want to go the low road. And so I really believe those core values, the things that I hold near and dear to me, I don't want that to change. Okay, I understand my mentality and how I view the world may change, how I respond to people may change, but my core value and the things that kind of make up me, my personality, who I am, those things I actually don't want to change. I have no desire to change that, but there will be growth. And I'll say that I'm like, you can have growth, but certain things like your morals and values, like those things should be solidified inside of you. And so I have no desire to change any of that. Um, but I also know with growth, you know, there comes some pain, you know, and you have to grow. There may be some hardships along the way that'll teach you things in life. I don't doubt that. I don't dismiss that. But I think sometimes when people lose confidence, it's because it's back to back to back to back trauma and they never really get their footing. Right now, they're calling that complex PTSD. 
right? And a lot of times uh, for people that have had early childhood trauma, that tends to show up. They lack confidence. If you were missing a parent, you may lack a level of confidence in, in certain areas. If you lacked any type of maybe validation or affection, you may lack confidence in a particular area. And so what I've come to realize is that my value and my confidence, yes, it is in Jesus, but I have to be okay with people misunderstanding me. And I think for me, I didn't want to be uh, misunderstood. I didn't want people to take things out of context with me. I wanted people to understand and, and, and um, that's necessarily agree, but understand me, understand where I was coming from, understand my perspective. You didn't have to agree. You just have to understand it and, pos- and respect it. You know, I, I think that's a level of maturity where you can see that people view things differently, but you both still respect one another. And so, you know, my confidence in Christ began to grow more and more as I was attacked more. The more people misunderstood me, the closer I came to accepting that I'm different. I'm unique. People don't think the way I do. And the more I accepted that, the more my confidence grew in who I was as an individual. And so I want to say this, like, you know, when we draw into Christ, our lives are all, nothing's going to look the same. Okay. No matter how close you are, even if you read the same Bible, you go to the same church, you know, we all have different understandings and we all respond differently. Okay. And we all have different gifts and talents and ability. And it's just respecting what's inside of you and what's inside of another person and seeing how it's all useful to the body. And the more I grew in understanding who God has called and created me to be, the less I cared or focused on what another person may say or think. I just know this is who I am and this is how I respond and this is what I do. And I realize I can't win people over that have no desire to be won over. Hey, (laughs) you know what I mean? Let them think what they want to think. It's okay. Let them say what they want to say. It's okay. I can't control people's thoughts. I can't control their beliefs. Like I can share with them, but it's on them whether or not they want to change or if they want to stick with it. And it's okay. And the more that I accept the way that I think and the way I view the world is different, the more I think the more fun I have, the more confidence I end up having in who God created me to be. One of the things that I really, I have come to realize is that I genuinely have a lighthearted spirit. I love to laugh. I genuinely do. And that's the whole reason I created this show. Hey, I can find humor in some stuff. But I also realized that that's how God uses me. A lot of times people are walking in trying to win someone over to Christ and they're just blasting them with scripture, just like bam, 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 shooting them up with scripture. And they're wondering why they're not receiving it. Well, you neglected a part of the body and I'm that part of the body. I'm one of those people where you can come in, you can have a conversation, break up that fallow ground. So when you do plant the seed, it takes root. 
And so when I look at winning a soul to Christ, I don't look at it as a one man show. I genuinely don't. I look at it like there's a series of people that God would put into this person's life, this person's life, and they will all play a part in them coming to Christ. I know a lot of egos want to believe that they planted, watered, and harvested the seed, and um, I want somebody to Christ. I don't look at it that way. I look at it like I'm just going to play my part. And my part is possibly, you know, in a lot of times I've seen it, is to soften the ground, have the conversation with them, just let them feel heard and validated. Let's laugh. And then another person will come in and they'll plant the word of God into their hearts and it'll all be connected and it'll all bring growth and it'll draw them in. And that's what God wants me to do. And the more that I understand that, the more that I accept that, to me, the more confidence I have in doing what the Lord has called me to do, even though everyone may not understand it. And so when I look at God and how he does a thing, he can turn every situation around and he can use any and everyone he chooses. Okay. It's just, are we willing to be used by God? And I'm one of those people that have said, yes, I'm willing to be used in this way. And so I was thinking about a time where I was lacking confidence and there was an opportunity for me to be a speaker on a huge platform, major, mega platform. And I was like, you know, you have to be nominated. And I was just like all nervous. And I was just like, I don't know, should I tell someone to nominate me? Because I really want to do it. And I was talking to my daughter. Now, this child is 11 years old, okay? And it was like, you had the ability to nominate yourself. And I was talking to my daughter about it. And she says, mom, don't wait for someone to tell you you're good enough. You be good enough for yourself. You go ahead and do that. And I was like, what? (laughs) I'm like, whose kid is this? (laughs) I'm like, where did she get all this confidence from? Because I'm over here spazzing out thinking I'm not good enough and maybe I shouldn't. And is this crazy? Am I lacking humility? And she's like, go right ahead. Do it, mom. Don't wait for someone to validate you. Go for it. And she's giving me the lecture. She's cheering. She's like my biggest cheerleader, just rooting for me. And I'm like, God, look at you showing up and showing out. All right. From the mouth of babes. Okay. (laughs) It's amazing the times when you have the most fear, how your kids would show up with the most boldness. Okay. And so that's my story on losing confidence. Okay. If there's anyone out there that may have felt like they've lost confidence over the years, they were, you know, they may have been put down. They may have been called a negative name. Someone may have called them dumb or stupid or fat or ugly, you know, uh, said some really mean things to them. And it was over a series of time and, you know, maybe months or even years. And it just took root. I'm here to tell you it doesn't have to, okay? It's time to let someone come into your life to break up the fallow ground and to be able to pour wonderful, loving, encouraging words into you. 
And yes, those words that were spoken over you, they have to be unlearned. They have to be undone. But guess what? God is just that merciful and he's just that uh, loving. He will send people that will speak life and joy and laughter into your life. And so I want to encourage you on this episode. Listen, I've been there. I know what it's like to lose confidence. And if you're hearing this, you're not alone. What I'm saying to you is, you're not going to stay there, okay? Keep listening to these shows and you'll see how people come out of tragic events where they should have lost all confidence, all hope, all belief, and how God turned that thing around. So I want to encourage you, if you need to, reach out to me or reach out to a close friend and talk to them. Let them know, I've lost my confidence. I feel like I don't know who I am anymore. I feel afraid to do any and everything. It's going to be okay. God will send those people to you that's going to help and bless you. Again, my name is Michelle A. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Lost Light and Laughter. Hey, your kids might be the one to build that confidence back into you, okay? So you accept it, laugh with them, okay? (laughs) And get through this. All right, signing off now. And you guys, be blessed. Everybody, show love one time. It's time to give praise, everybody, give praise one time, yeah. It's time to show love, everybody, show love one time.